The Tavern, Season 3, Episode 1. Happy New Year! Welcome to the Tavern. I am your host and MC, Wilkie Dickinson Sparks. And joining me for this episode and for the rest of season three, playing Morgan, the infiltrator, Izzy Sal. Hey. <laughs> playing Nix, the tech, Erin Hatton. Hello. And last but not least, playing Knight the Hacker, Hamish Ingalls. Beep boop. <laughs> That's how robots talk. That is how robots oh. talk. You are you're not wrong there. That is indeed how robots talk. Um, if we're ready to begin, then I've written a little a little preamble for this episode. Uh, to get us get us kicked off. Get us in the mood. Yeah. You gonna play some funky music? Uh, yeah, I am. Just bring the lights down a little bit, yeah. stare into your eyes. <laughs> Yeah, everyone stare into my eyes while I read this preamble. Okay. Oh, this is really creepy. <laughs> Welcome to Sector 25. You'd know it as London, but this is not the London you know. The year is 2200. Well, almost. It's December 31st, 2199, 10.55pm. In the Poxy Proxy, a virtual reality bar within Yggdrasil, the Matrix, the new year is being celebrated at 11pm to give the Midnighters a chance to log out and get ready for work before their shifts begin. In Central 3, a small corporate shindig is in full swing. Figures in suits lounge under artificial sunset light in an artificial garden, sipping champagne from crystal glasses held in chromed hands and served from the backs of small, gold-plated quadrupedal drones. In the slums of South 55, no one cares. The sea wall moved another half mile inland last month, and the community is still recovering. For our three anti-heroes? Yeah, anti-heroes. Hey, Tristan's a hero. In fact, <laughs> it's an opportunity to cut loose a little, or at least take a break from mission hunting. How are you three taking some time off as the clock ticks down to the new century? Uh, Tristan is in the big garden. Uh, in, in a garden in the... Ah, uh, what do we name it? What are, you, what are you thinking of? In the... Because he works for, like, the police force. What did we call police? Uh, the, the police are uh, Soteria Corp. Yes, Soteria Corp. Okay, so you're in... You're in, in so I, I, I made some decisions about the world while we were gone. Yeah. Uh, essentially, the the city is broken up into central, which is, mm -hmm. like, the it's shaped like the bullseye of, a, of an archery target. So you've got these five concentric rings, and then broken up into quarters by... Uh, by distance so um so south 55 is the south coast of england 55 miles south of the central district okay. okay um 
well, I, I, I don't even want to be as specific as that even, but just like the higher the number, the closer to the slums, uh, pretty much a- anything past like 35, 40 is slums. Um, closer to the middle is, is more bougie. So yeah, you're probably in, Soteria is probably like in like central four or central five, mm-hmm. or at least the building you're in. Um, and yeah, you're, you're, you're at this, uh, uh, Tristan finds himself at this corporate uh, event celebrating the new year. Um, who's who's there? Who's at this event? Like, what's what's um, what's what's your main tie to this event? Yeah. So this is um, one of the reasons why they're throwing such a good like big corporate parties because like, this is all of the um, like this is all of the agents like send offs um, because Tristan's about to infiltrate the criminal underworld. So this is like the last his last little taste of the non-criminal world. The good life, yeah. Not that it isn't criminal, but as far as he knows. Um, yeah. And like, and so he's with all of the, like, the other agents. He's got his friend Max and his his other friend Lily. <laughs> cool. Uh, so so yeah, uh, this is the, this is a party specifically for like these agents who are about to head undercover. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just happens to coincide with the new year, because because uh, oh, I, I imagine your mission might begin on the first, so yeah, the, you're there the, having a party to coincide with the new year to celebrate your mission starting. Yeah, as soon as it's midnight, he's got to like head down um, to like um, his like the criminal underworld. So he's just gonna like yeah. As soon as midnight hits, he's got to um, him Lily Max got to run and nice. never yeah. That's that's really interesting. So um, I think there's there's like a there's like a supervisor who um, who is going to be like in charge of of receiving messages from you. They're going to be like your handler. Yeah. Um, people who are like in undercover missions have like a specific person who is just watching off, like watching out for them, making sure nothing goes too wrong. Um, unless you have a character for this this person designed already, I have a a very cool uh, thing here called augmented reality, which will generate random things for me to help me improvise. So um, your handler uh, is a, a woman named Dominique Williams. Mm-hmm. She uh, she has uh, she's a, a black woman with uh, gold tattoos covering uh, a lot of a lot of her sort of like lovely like floral designs. Uh, she's wearing a, a suit with like a with a, a blazer and trousers and smart shoes, and she um, she approaches you. She's got like a, a little a little glass of drink, uh, and uh, she says, "Well." Tristan, you're uh, you're off then soon. Got a, she sort of looks at mm-hmm. a, a very expensive uh, watch on on her one real arm. Got a, an hour or so until you head off. What are you gonna miss most? Sips her champagne. Uh, Tristan sort of um, is like quite happy that she's approached him and just like looks up at her and says, "I'm gonna miss you the most because." I really, really enjoyed working with you and doing all the good for the city. I think that um, Central's like looking a lot, uh, is a lot better now um, ever since like you took me on to the police force. And I'm just really grateful for this opportunity. That's the uh, that's the right answer, Tristan. She goes to like clink your little glass of, of champagne <laughs> and um, uh, sort of gives you like a little a little pat on the shoulder. And, and a sort of uh, a look of who knows what, and uh, walks off to go go talk to some some more corporate bigwigs. Um, 
But yeah, um, I had no idea you were going to end up with like a little handler carrot. I just put the champagne down on the table in front of me because I forgot it was made up. <laughs> um, too much improv. Yeah, too much improv. Uh, but yeah, I, I had no idea you were going to have this handler character, but now I really like the idea of, of that because then that can be something that complicates missions because mm-hmm. that's one of your character's directives. Great. Um, so yeah, Tristan is is enjoying a, a little a little drink, a little drinky poo. Yeah. Um, as as the clock ticks down to midnight, what about what about Nix? What about um, Rhea? What's 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 she up to? Nix is. She doesn't really celebrate as much as the other characters. Um, she's rented like a kind of very little room that she can use as a lab. And she is trying to make pills that give you the same kind of energy buzz as coffee, but don't give you like kind of the come down. So she's trying okay. to make pills that will give you energy and it's not going well. Oh no. <laughs> so, so is she currently incredibly hyper or currently completely crashing just very very hyper she's bouncing off the walls of her lab uh so this is like a is this like an apartment but then like nix has turned it into a a lab with all of her her medical supplies um most of like kind of most of it's a lab and she's got one little room that's got like a bed in it and a couple of boxes and that's about it it's not very homely that that's probably somewhere in um uh, like probably like the twenty to thirty region, like it's quite a cheap place to live, but it'll it'll serve you well. And we can sort of remember that you have a little a little home base to operate out of. You've got a move that relates to that as well, I think. Um, like you you have a, a storage of oh, yeah, things, yeah, uh, and that that's where those things are kept. Brilliant. Um, how so? Yeah, you, you mentioned Nix isn't particularly excited or isn't isn't as excited as others for the new year. Um, why? 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 Why does this sort of like the, the the only festival that everyone in the world shares in this world? Um, why? Why? Why does Nix not feel so connected to that? Um, since she kind of ran away from Akiso, anyone she's nervous to make contact with people because anyone she does could potentially become a target or a way for Akiso to find her. So any of kind of her old friends in her old life, she just hasn't contacted at all. That's that's really sad in a way. Just like spending New Year's alone because you can't trust anyone. Um, does does Nix do anything to celebrate New Year's? So she she's sort of struggling with this incredibly hyperness. But uh, do, does she uh, commemorate the occasion in in any way at all? She's got. Um, like a really tiny cake she brought cheap from a shop like the night before. Yeah. It's just sitting on the counter of all the medical supplies at the Yeah, bit. it's like from, from like a little um like a little vending machine. It's just like dispensed a, a, a little uh, a biodegradable polystyrene cup that you just like tear open. There's like a, a cupcake or something inside it. Yeah. I, I like the idea of there being like vending machines everywhere that will just sell literally anything. Um yeah, so yeah, we, we get this like the, the camera. Again, I, I mentioned this at the beginning of, of the last season's haven't I, I like to describe things in terms of if it were a film. So we have the camera that sort of goes into the window of this like dingy apartment and we see um, Nick's like rushing around the kitchen uh, trying to like perfect the, the solution for these for these pills. And we see the little 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 uh, cupcake with a little candle in it maybe. Um, and then the camera sort of reverses back out of the window, and it spins around. And it and it wh- where does it go to find uh, night? It finds night in a warehouse in kind of one of the outer edges of the city. Okay. Um, and night is in this warehouse with the only person that they've that they've really met properly in this world at this point, and that's someone called Sandel. 
Okay. Um, Z-A-N-D-E-L. Uh, Zandel is a woman. She uh, She's Greek. She has quite sort of like uh, olive-colored skin uh, and um, these, uh, but these very like bright blue eyes uh, because they have cyber eyes. Uh, a little bit like Nyx's. Yeah, Nyx's. Just, just entirely blue, or, or they look like human eyes with glowing blue irises. Uh, the second one, they're a bit better quality. Yeah. Xander uh, managed to sort of steal them uh, when uh, okay. she escaped, uh, because she um, sort of took on Knight, uh, because Knight doesn't know anyone, and Knight can't really talk to anyone, and Xander's the only person that really knows that Knight is a robot at this point, and it's okay. trying to protect them from being hunted by Musselheim. Yes. Because Knight is currently on the run. Yes, and, they are. Uh, but Knight is also trying to learn more about their past and has jacked into the Matrix. Uh, Wonderful. Zandel has advised that this is the past that everyone celebrates. So at this time of year, there's likely to be a bit easier to sort of get in and maybe find some information out. Okay, so you're, you're uh, currently... So, yeah. Uh, I, I think that the first question is, is what does it... So Knight has a, like an optical processor that feeds them with information about the physical world around them. Yeah. And then they enter this virtual reality environment uh, which, uh, within Yggdrasil, the Matrix. Um, what, what does that look like? Like looking out of Knight's eyes, what do we see as they enter the, uh, the, the, the Yggdrasil? Um, I reckon that... Uh, the way it looks to even Knight is identical to how it would look to any other person. So it is as if they have uh, regular eyesight, but it has um, sort of a little visor that can, a little sort of like heads up display. Okay. And it can tell you what section of Yggdrasil that you're in. So it will say you are in the, uh, the, the, the bark, which is... If you're in the bark, then you're sort of on the outskirts. Uh, or if you're on a specific sort of branch, it will say either just branch A31 or something. It will just yeah. give it some random number. Or if you've paid a lot of money to um, Asgard, you may or have invested a lot of money in the system, you might say you are in specifically world. Um, you mentioned like the bar at the beginning, po- uh, poxy. The poxy proxy, yeah. Poxy proxy. They probably actually would be called the poxy proxy. Okay. Um, and you might find uh, like Prime's world would be called Prime Land or something. Yeah. Prime Land. Prime Land. Mm. Uh, and it, it looks like a <laughs> it looks like a theme park. Yeah. Um. So so it's it's at the moment it's like augmented reality or do you just like just enter. You enter that is complete VR. Okay. So you um, you see everything. So at the moment, it is sort of the bark. It's a little bit more of a free space. It's a it's a. Um, it doesn't have like the textures or the or the the design that the other branches might have. No. So you you can kind of and hackers know a way to sort of slip in through between cracks and can sort of yeah find ways to sort of zip around without maybe taking a null entrance into a world. That's really interesting. I I really like that. So. Um, yeah, I, I I have the sheet here for Matrix moves. I can't remember. You can you can jack in for free, I think. Uh, but then you have to make moves if you want to do things within the Matrix. Um, 
Yeah, so so jack in is just a move the hacker gets. But yeah. then if you want to like enter a specific branch of the matrix, you may have to do the login move. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm so, going to try and log in to. So I know Musselheim is kind of after me, but I know that they've got very high security. Yeah, that that's going to be tough to get past. So going to try Asgard proper, because going to go for the big gun straight away. Okay. Um, because Musselheim is unlikely to have reduced security because they are so secretive. Yeah. But um, Zandal is fairly confident that Asgard will have much lesser security this time of year because uh, they'll have some people on holiday. She reckons that there's maybe one or two people protecting them. And uh, so if this is the year to hit Asgard, this will be the year. This, If there's a time to hit Asgard, it's now. Okay. Um, yeah, this is really interesting. I want, I want to follow this this little thread here. Um so yeah, I guess uh, you we, we we see knight what so knight's um, appearance in uh, Yggdrasil is is different. So y- yes. you just look like a, a knight in shining armor. Yeah. So um, basic. It, it depends on the world, but they look like whatever the security force would look like in that world. Yeah. But uh, but they have a covered visor. So if they were in. Um, like we mentioned, Empire, so if they have more of a Roman time period, then Knight would look like a Roman centurion, but they would have a fully covered face. You can't see what they look like. Yeah. In, like, when Knight jacks in, are they human? They look humanoid. Um, you, It's hard to... Knight has a very sort of undefined body type, so they're not particularly, you know, they don't... They have, like, a... As near as you can get to sort of a neutral body type, um, yeah. they don't have any defining features that would be that's definitely a woman or that's definitely a man. Um, so that's maybe sort of a a way that if someone was really looking for knight, they might be able to tell that maybe not a real person. Uh, yeah. And so if, 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 if someone spends enough time looking, if anyone tries to look for a, someone without a face, then knight is probably one of the few people that is completely featureless. Yeah. So. Um, we we see Knight's Yggdrasil uh, avatar uh, zooming through the bark, through this like white untextured space. Uh, we see them sort of curve like between two branches, uh, like passing through the the sort of free space of of, of the bark uh, until they reach. Um, uh, a, an area that sort of it's just this large like set of stairs heading up and and you you know that this is the the, the exterior of of the branch where Asgard resides um, there, there's nothing you could do from out here without logging in so that's that's how you that's how you're gonna get in yeah so I'm gonna log in brilliant so um, the, the 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 login gate for the Asgard system is you walk up these stairs and you pass through like a cloud layer and suddenly you are faced by the Rainbow Bridge, the Bifrost, heading off towards this huge golden city in the background. Um, I, the, the first picture in my head is obviously uh, the, not obviously, but it, it's the Asgard from Marvel and it's that, that's like a fairly good representation of, of Asgard from Norse mythology. It's all like tall, golden, shiny buildings. Um, so yeah, you're going to attempt to cross the Bifrost, and crossing the Bifrost is the virtual reality interpretation of 
logging in through the security login gate. Yes, yeah, so as Knight uh, goes to put their foot down on the, the rainbow bridge, they look at their arm, which becomes sort of like a keyboard type thing. Yeah. And they, they type in what they believe should be the code that will allow their foot to land on the rainbow. Oh, so if you beef it, you just go straight through the rainbow bridge. Uh, yeah, so you just you will your foot will not land on it, or there might be other issues, obviously. But yeah. the big one would be... because if, if if you look at login, um, there's no result where you don't end up within the system. Mm -hmm. a, a miss is still you're in, but two bad things happen. Yeah, I reckon that. Yeah, I, we, we can cross the bridge. Maybe we'll just, yeah, we can cross the bridge. We'll literally. cross the bypass when we come to it. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Oh, I'll roll that again. Ooh. Oh. That is a six total. A six total, which is a miss. Uh, so I get a mark an experience? Yes, uh, so on a miss, you mark a point of experience. The first roll of the whole show. First roll of the that. show. First roll of the show is, uh, is a, a miss. And I get to pick two. Uh, so. Kill him off. Is he? No. Oh, no, so kill, kill uh, Hamish. Just kill off. Hamish in real life. Uh, yeah, your, your punishment for failing a move is I shoot you in the head uh, with my gun I have. That's <laughs> uh, bad improv. Um, so I, I, I get to pick two two things that happen to you, uh, and I'm, I'm still getting to grips with how these rules work, so I'm going to go for the two that uh, are most familiar to me, which is that... Um, so you, as you, you step onto the rainbow bridge and your foot sinks through it for a second and you manage to like counter that effect uh, by just, uh, it's not even necessarily like specifically to Asgard, it's just you know ways of uh, securing your presence in a place, um, which don't make sense to us because we don't have this technology. Um, yeah. But you feel um, the, the eye of Heimdall, which is uh, 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 the name of the security system that the it Asgard branch uses. Uh, you see there's this like, there's like a, a, a large figure like standing at the end of the Bifrost. You feel his gaze settle on you. Uh, so you get plus one trace. Okay. And for those of you who, are, who care, uh, trace is a, a number that will be countered by the stealth rating of Knight's Cyberdeck. If the, uh, as, as long as Trace does not exceed stealth, no, as long as stealth exceeds Trace, Ice cannot detect you. I've got two stealth, so You've I got should two be stealth. good right now. You're good right now, but one more Trace, and the uh, and Ice will be able to detect you. Yeah. And um, I'm, 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 I'm gonna say, uh, Ice is activated, so um, you see like there are these. Um, uh, what, what's it going to be? It's going to it's going to be quite low level for now. Um, you see these like uh, figures in in sort of. Um, I'm trying to think. It's like Norse, so they'd be like Vikings, maybe. Yeah. So you see these like entirely blue, like almost ghostly, but it's like they're made of data. These blue figures like apparate next to Heimdall and just start like walking around the, the systems you can see uh, in the buildings behind. Um, and that is that is some some blue ice that you've that you've located. Or, Wait, or what that you've... is? Or do we back from them ice? 
Uh, so ICE stands for intrusion, uh, intrusion Countermeasure Electronics, oh, but, but Hamish has a, a different name for them. Yeah, so they're called RATS. Um, which stands for... Running re- a RAT, which is... Reactive, reactive Attribution Technologies. Yes. Mm. So attribution is a, a real computing term that refers to uh, uh, locating a hacker. If someone is trying to hack into your system, attribution is the process of working out where that person is. So yeah, uh, so yeah, you see these... these, these uh, Rats, but they're, they're taking the appearance of, of these Vikings, these blue Viking figures, uh, walking around the city now. Um, yeah, well, I've, I've a connected to a secure system, so I'd like to console cowboy. I'd like to roll plus mine to try and uh, gain some hold over the system, which I can use to spend against things that go against me. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know your moves as well as I knew your Dungeon World moves, so... Um, yeah, that, is that a specific move or does that relate to like all just whenever I connect to a secure system yeah you I just feel like this is a secure system yeah you just did that my guy uh, go for it oh yeah that is a 12 that's a 12 so I get to gain 3 hold and I can use hold any time to prevent a construct from con- triggering an alert okay. avoid an ice routine sure. executed against me my deck or my programs and I can increase my my hold over compromised security or manipulated systems by 1 um, yeah, so I can compromise security or manipulate systems, which is another move I can do in a minute. Uh, yes. Wait, so so you, hang on, you get to spend hold to add one to those rolls? or Increase your hold over, so I assume by one, so I assume it's like add one to Oh, oh no, I, you get hold from those other things. So yeah. I assume if I rolled, I could, oh, we don't know, we'll work it out. Yeah, we'll work it out when we come to it. So so yeah, you, you find yourself inside this, this VR representation of, of Asgard's sort of... Um, systems at large uh, you see that there are some systems like further away that like reside on on these like mountains behind these are like double secure systems so you'd have to log in again to get into these ones but you have access to some of the sort of um, surface level databases that sort of thing um, yeah I want to try and research I've got a move where I can ongoing to research which is Research is one of the basic moves. Yeah, I'd like to do that, please. Go for it. Uh, so I'm going to get that piece of paper up here. Uh, research, when you investigate a person, place, or object, or service using a library dossier or database, so you definitely have access to a database right now. Yeah, I reckon I've gone into the main city and I've found what looks like a library. That's brilliant, I love and that. And I'm just reading through yeah. the books. Yeah, and you see there's there's this like blue Viking figure standing by the door that just just doesn't even acknowledge you yeah. as, as you like slink past. Um, so you start the research move by asking me a question. Um, so Knight would like to know... Uh, where the head office of Musselheim is located. Okay, uh, then roll plus mind. That is a eight. An eight, and so you, because of a move, you get plus one on going to research while you're in the Hydrosil. Uh Research for, uh, or yeah, ongoing to research, just in general. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, an eight is you take. Intel, so mark down that you, uh, so Intel and Gear, I believe the other one is called, yeah, are these like uh, abstract resources that you guys can use to do stuff later on that represents the fact that your characters are well-prepared professionals, but we are real people in the real world who aren't professionals in the field of committing crimes, we hope. and I will answer your question. So you you go through the the library and it's full of it's full of like old tomes and ancient books. And you get to this like large scroll library, and uh, one of the scrolls like illuminates itself to you, and you pull it out. And um, 
you you like un undo this like leather twine that's holding it together and you open it and it as you fold it open it turns into data in your hands and flies into your arm where your cyber deck is located and you, you then get a little bing of like aha for your uh, like on your on your maps off of the real world there's a little a little blip um uh, and it's 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 like a it's um Muspelheim doesn't seem to, or at least from this data, you can't see like, like the the actual like nerve center. But this is the location of a like an R and D lab. Nice. I think uh, midnight has arrived, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, there's like a, there's like a uh, an alarm that you can hear from the districts outside that's like like a little klaxon goes off to let people know that it's midnight yeah uh, and that some of them will need to get to work because in this hell world we've created um just half the population just work perpetual night shifts um where is what's what's morgan's first port of call okay so his first port of call is to go up to Dominique and salute her and then just run out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> so awkward. He's so keen. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, so I imagine you're, you're given a, um, like a fairly standard vehicle maybe, like it wouldn't mm. even be like one of the companies we discussed. It's just a, like a generic car. I guess it can fly. Can all cars fly or only expensive ones? Uh, what's the what's the group consensus? Do you think it's I I think it's cool if all cars fly. Full stop. Okay. Sure. 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 Let's go with that. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. It's just the expensive ones fly faster. Mm. Uh. Like this will literally just. I think the and the expensive ones are allowed to fly higher. Ah. So buying like an aerobolt comes with like a a height restriction waiver. Yes, you can you can fly at a different like in like yeah. a, the in the mm. fast lane. Fast lane, which is but in three D higher. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. So yeah, um, Morgan, you you have a, a a very basic vehicle. It won't it won't really serve you beyond getting you to places. Um, where 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 are you heading? Dominique sort of uh, stands in the um, like the, the little hangar bay uh, mm. when you and Max and Lily all sort of get into your vehicles, and, yeah. and she she sort of matches your your salute just like sort of in in a kind of like a cheeky satirical way because you, you're the police you don't salute each other you're not in the army <laughs> yeah um, and she sort of like yeah, like little little send off salute and uh, yeah spins on a heel heads back into the elevator to rejoin the party yeah uh, so. He quickly sort of like while he's plugging his sat nav here, just has a quick moment to take out his wallet and he takes out his ID card um, and he like, you know, his real one, like the Tristan Fernando Thambo, and he just like looks at it and rips it up, throws it out the window. Ooh. And then, Poignant. <laughs> yeah, I know, a little moment. Um, but he's like really determined, so like he plugs in um, to Satnav, he's just gonna go out to, um, he's just gonna keep driving out, like away from Central as far as he feels like he needs to. So he sort of um, drives away from Central for about um, an hour, um, and then he comes across the more sort of, not 
it's not quite the slums, but it's still, um, you can tell, like, it's not as nice. Like, the skyscrapers are more and more grey and, like... Yeah, they're, like, they stop being skyscrapers and start being, like, apartment buildings. Mm. Uh, like, yeah, the, the offices get less less nice. Um, and we're going to shift back to Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, has Knight got what they wanted? Um, I think Knight wants to keep going a bit further down this rabbit hole. They're in... Asgard, and they have a fairly decent like hold over the system for a bit. They do, yeah. If they, if they jacked out now, they would lose a lot of that. And I think Knight considers researching a little bit more, but I think, um, I, I, I think they kind of hear Zandel in their ears say like, "Go for the jugular," um, because I, I Zandel was basically part of the Asgard system and got kicked out when a lot of the sort of the people that followed the older guard elements got kicked out. So Xander was still one of the people that felt like it should be free for everyone and doing the right thing. And Asgard's maybe not going that way anymore. Um, so uh, basically, um, Knight's going to try and disrupt the system in some way. So that, uh, Knight's going to try and kind of... Um, Blackout the uh, the security systems within Asgard. Okay, um, that that's going to be quite difficult. Like to black out an entire system is a, a gonna, very complex matrix maneuver. They basically what well, not not blackout. Like they want to like I guess actually they want to like cause they want to make it known that they have this control. So basically, there's an Asgard party and they want to cause their like a blackout at the location, even like for like five seconds. Okay. Um, so maybe like manipulate systems so you're um, yeah I'm trying to think of like the pathway towards doing that so uh, manipulate systems would be the right move but um, I'm just thinking like what do you, is, is there a step before then is, is it at this like R&D facility where they're like you just there's like a, a break room at the R&D facility where you just want to cut the lights yeah like okay. I reckon, like um, actually, it might even be in the Asgard itself. Like, there's a probably a party room in the banquet hall in the main castle. There is maybe like an actual in VR party going on, and Knight wants to go in ah. and like bring all the lights down. Okay, yeah. So they they can't detect you because um, uh, your 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 trace hasn't exceeded it, um, and you're trying to mess with the digital system itself. Yeah. So that's going to be compromised security, okay. which is plus mind. Plus mind. Okay, let's see how this goes. Ooh, beefed it. Uh, that is a <laughs> four. Four. So I trigger an alert, which may have additional consequences. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm going to look at what's that that's from happening. Okay. And actually, I realise I can just increase my hold over compromised security. Use it, so I can use two hold from console cowboy, which allows me to prevent a triggering alert and I can increase my hold over compromised security so I can go that from zero to one um, and then I'm gonna activate yeah I guess that's how that works yeah I'm now gonna activate a measure where I'm gonna like step in and just uh, Knight's gonna hold their lights up uh, their arms up even and just bring the the chandeliers crashing down sure uh, I'm, 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 I'm trying to like read the rules here but that, that doesn't matter that's that's really cool so so you you walk in and uh, you see there's like a there's there's two of these like 
blue Viking figures standing there, and one of them just like looks at you, and you see their eyes like, 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 like a light switch just click like on, and are suddenly like glowing, and you just wave a hand, and they just like like a robot like shift back, back yeah. uh, to standing still, and then you you like like clench the fist and you you summon this this power that you have o- over this virtual reality environment this is like a code that someone else has written someone else has like designed this as a as a 3d space and you just like grab the the threads of code that hold it together and yeah you bring the chandelier crashing down and and, and then there's like real people who are yep. also in this building who are jacked into Yggdrasil from the real world yeah. who just start like panicking and then I want Knight to um, gonna use their last hold to whichever it is appropriate they want to say on everyone's like hate uh, like HUD yeah to say um, we are watching we will stop you and and then Jack, uh, Knight wants to jack out okay so yeah uh, so you use your, your console cowboy to, to do another um, compromise security and then you're gonna jack out. Yes. So roll plus cool. So I. I... Oh yeah, that is an eleven. Um. Oh, hang on. No, you can jack out whenever you want. It's um. It's if you're jacking out like in response to a threat. Uh, so it's when you, your programs, or your deck are about to be damaged by ice, you can try to jack out. Oh no, no, it's just going to jack out. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, you, you, you succeeded anyway, so that's fine. Uh, I reckon, like, while that happens, like as soon as that's happened, like Tristan gets a little like alert um, from Dominique, saying that like um, I need to like get there quicker because like the criminal underworld is getting even more powerful, and like some evil guy just like disrupted a party from like a very good corporation. Yeah. So um. So yeah, night uh, as uh, as you jack out, you like your matrix, your your Idrisil avatar just gets yanked backwards, like through the city, retracing their steps across the bridge, and then boom, you're back in the the bark, and then you can just jack back out into yeah into your into your real world body. As they're pulled out, they see that I've heimed out, and like whilst everyone's panicking, they just see that one person just looking at them as they yeah. jack out. And yeah. like they were being watched. Someone knows that they just did this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you you're back in the real world. We're gonna shift now the the perspective. Uh, so some some time has passed. By some time, Wilkie means a couple of months, but he forgot to say that. Morgan, Nix, and Knight have been on two or three missions as a group in this time. Now back to the show. And uh, Tristan. Uh, or uh, Morgan, as you are now. Mm-hmm. So I, I suppose for, for, for Nyx and for Knight, the pseudonyms are... I suppose they're, they're all to prevent you being traced, but you are claiming that your real name is Morgan, rather than, like... So is, 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 is that how your pseudonym works? Because, for example, Nyx, I don't think anyone thinks Nyx's real name is Nyx. No. It's just no one knows what Nyx's real name is. But is... Is Morgan claiming to be a person called Morgan? Or are they saying, ah, my, my pseudonym's Morgan, I'm not going to tell you my real name? Because you are not only part of the criminal underground, you're also claiming to be someone you, you really aren't. Yeah, I think... Um, I think Tristan is just going to introduce himself as Morgan and sort of... I think he's got, like, a little... 
um, whole backstory, like textbook backstory worked out and all of that. And um, he's going to claim to be Morgan. And then if someone challenges it and says, oh, are you using your real name? He'll go, ah, sorry, my real hacker name is... But my real criminal name is I don't know something Lightning Two Thousand and Zapper. <laughs> I think he's I am, I am writing that down. Lightning <laughs> Two Thousand and Zapper, yeah. as, as, as if Zapper were the, 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 the tens and digits of a year. Yeah. Lightning. So I'm going to write that two zero zero Z A P P E R, like no space. Yeah. It or like if you misread it, it says Zuzapper. <laughs> Which is almost better. It sounds um, like a Tumblr name. Oh my god, it does. That's it awful. Is, yeah. That's the that's the name of um of of Tristan's like blog. There's like there's just like a public forum for everyone who works for Soteria. This is like hi guys. <laughs> this is my 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 forum tag is Lightning Zoo Zapper. <laughs> I play I play improv jazz clarinet. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> So I, I think you, you you might be heading to like a meeting now between yeah. between the three of you to like coordinate your efforts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, where's where's that meeting taking place? Uh, we're gonna be meeting up. Um, it's gonna be like um, basically like this old coffee shop style thing, but like after it's closed, so like it's a normal coffee shop during the day, but then when it closes, it's sort of like you're. You can hire out quite cheaply for quite dodgy, untraceable meetings. Cool. So they're just like a back room of some sort of unscrupulous uh, coffee shop. Cool. Yeah, Tristan orders a hot chocolate. That's cool. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just from a machine and it's horrible. It's made with like yeah. water that just probably isn't clear. Mm. Um, it's not, not great out here, but that's the price you pay for um, this, yeah, this like un- unseeming location. Uh, Nix. You you know that this meeting is coming up. Yeah. Um, so potentially you're like on your way to the meeting or um or just like get, getting ready for it. What what sort of cyborg does Nix have? How how might Nix receive a a message that was sent to her? Um I mean she's got cyber eyes, so I think if a message comes through it'll be in like the bottom right corner of her vision, just like pop up like a little line of text. Sure. So uh you're let's say you're Walking to to this meeting, um, and you get a, a little a little um, like pop up, yeah, like you said, like uh, like a subtitle at the bottom of your vision, and it, it just says that you have uh, a uh, one new message uh, from anonymous, yeah, uh, someone who is like hiding their identity from you, um, yeah, that 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 is that. You have a, a new message that you can potentially read. Um, but sort of your experience with this like system, the the method via which this person is contacting you, this is someone who wants to offer you a job, uh, and you head off to this this meeting that you've arranged with this new underworld contact of yours, Morgan. Um, we're gonna jump a little bit ahead in time to where the three of you are now in that room. Uh, Nix, you bring up that message, uh, you sort of share it with the others, and uh, maybe Knight is able to, like, uh, display it as, as like, a, a hologram. Maybe maybe Nix's eyes can do that in, in some sort of very rudimentary way. Oh, yeah, Knight's no, keeping it a secret to oh, both yeah. Nix and Morgan. Big, this new, big hood. This new person that they are, yeah, they wear a big hood, lots of heavy armoured clothing. There's no indication that they are rogue, except maybe, like... 
one ungloved hand, which is a robot hand. Yeah, but that's... And I was like, that's going to be fine. Because it looks like you just have cyberware, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, and you bring up this message, uh, and it's from someone calling themselves Mr. Who. And it just says, I'm on my way. Meet you there. And then there's a knock at the door. And that's where we're going to end today's first session. Um, it's been a lot of fun. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Uh, we've, we're going to go next session into having you guys' first mission, because uh, the, the Sprawl is a mission-based RPG. Uh, so it's going to be a little, a little more structured than the Tavern uh, originally has been, but um, that's really good. Um, we'd like to thank, first of all, Hamish Cameron and Arden Zudere for creating The Sprawl, which is a cyberpunk hack of Apocalypse World by D. Vincent Baker. We also want to thank Raw for hosting us. You can listen live at radio.warwick.ac.uk and you can find The Tavern podcast on mixcloud.com forward slash The Tavern. We'd also like to thank Reese Goodall and Hamish Ingalls for producing the music we use on our podcast uh, and Eileen Tan for our official character portraits. You can find her at Grassgrows on Twitter and see the portraits on our Twitter at The Taverncast. You can tweet about the show using hashtag The Taverncast and until next time we play, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from Hamish. Goodbye. Goodbye.